we're back with Prophecy Views. I'm Brian Barton, and again, we're here with Mike Ray. He is uh, an instructor with Purpose Institute, and thanks for coming back in and joining us, and I think we're going to make this a regular thing for a while, as long as it fits into everybody's schedule. Um, again, just so everybody is familiar, we call him Papa. Uh, sometimes you will hear me refer to my research department, and it's not solely Mike, but uh, he's a big part of what I call my research department, so we joke about that in, in our private sessions and in our breakfast time that we have together. So today, Papa, we're talking about, you know, last week we took a little different topic and we were talking a lot about China. Yeah. And if you don't mind, I know this is a little impromptu, but it's only been a couple of days since we talked about China. Mm -hmm. A lot's happened. Yeah, a lot. Um, really current news is the Trump administration has forced China to close their consulate in Houston, in Houston. which is pretty close to us, about five hours away from us. Yes. Uh, so it's, it's Texas. Um, they have been uh, burning papers and things of that nature. And I've seen news make a pretty big deal about how the Chinese are burning papers and stuff and getting rid of evidence in the consulate. Mm -hmm. But really, and, and you know, we haven't talked about this, but we would do the same thing if we left oh, a consulate. Yeah. They're shredding papers because some of that stuff is secret documents. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then that's their property. It's their property. It's their secrets. They have the right to do that. And there's not a doubt in my mind that there is a lot of corruption going on out of that consulate. Yeah. But uh, we haven't exactly been pristine as the white-driven snow on things that we've done in the past. Well, uh, if you actually look at it, most, most if not all, uh, embassies are actually a spy station. Sure. And uh, it doesn't mean that they're all James Bond. It means that as they go about their duties and as they move around through life, they collect information. They're collecting information. Uh, what's going on in the news? Uh, what's the traffic like? Uh, I seen an, an ambassador's car today and his license plate number was such and such. That's it. That's, that's, but that is a form of spying. Yep. They are, and we do the same thing. Yes, we do. And I'm not excusing China. Obviously, they are a pretty bad player on the world scene. Um, was there before we move on to the topics that we had written down for today? Is there anything that is off the top of your head, China related, um, since we talked a couple of days ago? Uh, that China is definitely heavily invested in our politics. Uh, I read an article today. They were saying that China loved. Uh, Trump and they want him to get reelected. That is absolutely false. They do not like Trump. No, they don't. Because he is the only president in the United States that has ever stood up to him, and they do not like that. And really, if the media is pushing uh, another narrative, that's just false narrative. I would almost label that as propaganda. Uh, yeah. What What's the president called? Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. So hopefully, if the president ends up watching this channel. He will look at us and not claim us to be fake news. But <laughs> yeah. let's move on to the topics that we talked about because we ran out of time on our last video. We were wanting to get into the uh, Antifa and the Black Lives Matter, the BLM. And so we just decided that video was kind of running the 27, 28 minute mark and we decided to, to not push that any further. So today we're going to cover the topic of Antifa and Black Lives Matter. And so I, I think today we want to start with and Antifa, and what, what do you have for us on, on that type of topic? Where, where's your research taking you on that? Antifa is kind of, they're very secretive. 
they say that they're not receiving any finances from anybody and they're all just volunteers. But we have, we have definite information that Soros has given them a hundred million. Caleb, pull up that article. I've got my engineer has, has an article ready for us. And if you can throw it up kind of mid-screen like you've done before. Um, this one here? Yeah. My engineer is going to go on a hiatus. No, not that one. I'm sorry, the other one, the other tab. There you go. There you go. And so this is from an article from a, an organization, a news organization called Newsbreak, and they've done some, um, we temporarily looks like we lost that. They've done an, an article that uh, Soros has given $100 million to the uh, Antifa and the Black Lives Matter. And I think the headline on this article uh, probably sums it up pretty well. If, can you get to the very top of that article? The, mm -hmm. George Soros gave. George Soros gave Black Lives Matter and Antifa over one hundred million dollars, and they've uh, really researched this pretty well. So you can take a look at that article, and so we want to give them credit for the information that's in this um, in this article. So go ahead and and talk about. So we know that he's funded. He is. He is funding. Uh, like like I said. Antifa is they're, they're very secretive they they don't want any anything about themselves uh, to be known uh, they say that they're a militia uh, a voluntary militia of citizens that are anti-fascist that's anti-fascist uh, the uh, it's what it fits in with their name uh, which is an abbreviation uh, but uh, they, they definitely want Trump out of office. They, they, uh, they are extremely left. They are an extreme uh, left liberal group. Uh, they're very violent. Uh, they, uh, they believe in sub subterfuge if they, if they can get away with it. But they are definitely, they are definitely a very violent group. Now, I haven't lined up any, any articles to display, you know, in my... Uh uh, pre-recording um, pre time, mm -hmm. but, you know, they call themselves anti-fascist. Absolutely. But everything they do, if you look up the definition of fascism... It's not. Really, they are the fascists. They're, they're the fa they are Marxists. They, by, they are by, trained Marxists. Absolutely. They, but they, they use a lot of the fascist... They, they claim... Uh, that they're anti-fascist, but they're actually doing uh, exactly what uh, Adolf Hitler would have done. Exactly. They, um, they want to get rid of the history so they can rewrite it. No, they don't want to rewrite it. They want to, cre they, they want to create their own fantasy world. Uh, these people have this philosophy that if we do all this destruction and we create all this confusion, out of it will come this enormous and amazing utopia. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as a utopia on this planet. It, it, the, I mean, our government, I mean, it's not perfect, mm -hmm. but it's the best one I know of. As far as human government? Absolutely. As far as human government is concerned. I mean, who else in 200 years has risen up as we have? Uh, 
man, you can go where you want to go. You can pick the job you want to be. If you want to be a, a, a scientist, you can be a scientist. If you want to be a carpenter, you can be a carpenter. If you want to be an electrician, you can be an electrician. You cannot do that in other countries. And we are, I, I'm just saying this off the top of my head, but we are probably the only country in modern history that has corrected its own problems that we had. Yep. We didn't have, through, through legislation and through... Um, um, I, I guess I'm trying to say not through uprisings. Mm -hmm. We did it all through proper legislation and yeah. just put, picking ourselves up by our own bootstraps and, and putting ourselves in the proper direction. The, the thing is, and, and, and until here recently, um, America, you know, if you're a Democrat, if you're a Republican, you're still an American. And we can, dis we can agree to disagree. Now it's come to the point, well, if you disagree with me, I'm going to kill you, or yeah. I'm going to set your house on fire. or I'm... That is not the American way. Right. Correct. That's right. You know, again, this is, we didn't even talk about this at all before, but I, um, the Bible study series that we've recently finished yes. at, at the church and then at, at our house, the ones that we did at our house, they, they were at the same time. Um, God's favorite number seems to be seven. Seven. <clears throat> and the reason I, that is important, it there was seven days in creation, six days of creation and a day of rest. Mm -hmm. There were um, seven trumpets, seven seals, seven, seven vials. vials. We talked about some sevens recently, and we kind of got each other's attention. Seven stars of the churches. Seven stars of the churches. Um, how many times did did uh, the gentleman have to bat to dip himself in the Jordan River? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, the Syrian. I'm, I'm just yeah, drawing a blank. General, he seven times. Seven times. Seven times. It was on the seventh time. There wasn't he anything was on the leprosy. Sixth. Sixth time. It wasn't like it was a progression in healing through the through the seven. Yeah. And where he was having to do this was uh, not very clean. <laughs> no, no, that didn't seem to matter. Muddy but Jordan. he came out clean. Yeah. Muddy Jordan. My point is, we're going through 6,000 years of human government. The end result, the culmination of that, yep. is for, for Jesus to let us know that we cannot rule ourselves. Absolutely. And the seventh... Um, thousand year, the seven millennial mm -hmm. is God's kingdom that'll be the perfect kingdom that will never be destroyed and it'll be set up on the entire earth. And that has been referred to as the rest. I agree. And so as we wrap up this 6,000 years of proof that we cannot rule ourselves... We really see this ramping up of undoubtable proof that we can't rule ourselves. It's just turning into nothing but chaos and yes. riot. Yes. And I know we're pushing through a little more time here, but, um, but I think that's important because yeah, we're, a, we're, important. we're a prophecy channel. Yes. We tie all this stuff into prophecy. And so we're showing that this culmination of this 6,000 years is just everything is out of control. Absolutely. Well, that's what we're called, prophecy views. Now... You know, you can't really think of 
Antifa without thinking of Black Lives Matter. Yes. And, you know, a lot of shows have what they call a segue, but the bridge, if you will, that I would like to tie the two together is a, a man by the name of George Soros. Yeah. Now, you indicated you had some ties between George Soros and the Koch brothers. Yes. They're kind of in old word cahoots. <laughs> Which is odd because Soros is typically lines Stronger. up with the liberal side. Yep. And, and historically, the Koch brothers have lined up with conservatives like the George Bush yep. movement and his father. Mm -hmm. They've been, they have been big financial backers of typically Republican or conservative, yes. what people would call conservative. But then Donald Trump comes along, and they're never Trumpers. They, what, it is, it's because uh, that he's not a globalist. President Trump is America first. Let's make America great again. He, he comes down with the philosophy of what Christ was talking about, about taking the log out of your own eye that you can take the splinter out of your brothers. So in other words, what he's saying is, before we go and help other people, we need to get our own country, we need to get our house in order. And they don't like that. They, they want one world order. Mm -hmm. they, want, they want the United Nations to rule uh, America. They want us to give up our sovereignty, which... Thank the Lord none of the other presidents were, were uh, courageous enough to do that, and I'm glad they didn't. But uh, it's uh, this president wants to, he's concentrating and focusing on America first. Yeah. Israel second. It's kind of a nationalist nationalist movement. Yes, and he, he, he he's not wanting to stop helping other countries like Ethiopia and so on and so forth. But he's wanting to say, hey, look, uh, we got a mess on our hands and we need to straighten this. You know, how can we lead others when we can't lead ourselves? And by us straightening up our own backyard, then we can, through that effort, we can help other countries. And we can make an example. And make an example. Of true leadership. I'm going to have my producer see if he can pull up any ties between Koch brothers, K-O-C-H, and don't pull it up where we can see it right now, but um, you can pull it up on my monitor. The Koch brothers and... You ready for, are you ready for this? What? Uh, Epstein. Oh! Okay. One of the channels that I follow, and they're pretty good about digging this stuff up. Um, I'm not going to mention them right now because I, 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 I'm thinking it's this one gentleman that I follow. Um... Can you find any information on where they were on Epstein's Island or Epstein's plane? There's a, I think they were in the, in the, uh, the log book. Because hmm. every time a flight takes off, it has to yeah, have a log of who's right, on it. Right, it has to. <clears throat> um, he dug up the logs and went through it. Now this was, I want to say this was a year ago, before Epstein's death even. Mm -hmm. Um that the Koch brothers were involved with Jeffrey Epstein. I didn't know well, that. Trump, wow. Trump has been a big advocate of getting rid of this... Tra trafficking. Human trafficking yes. and the sex slave market. Mm -hmm. And it's not really... And I'm bringing it up, and I know it's not really part of uh, what we normally talk about as far as prophecy, but I'm just trying to 
put a piece of the puzzle together. Mm -hmm. Why would the Koch brothers be tied up with Soros? Because the friend, what's the old saying? The, the, friend the, enem friend. the, the enemy. The enemy. Yeah. Uh, how does that go? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yes, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. When you get 51, you start getting things tangled up. <laughs> Did you find anything on that? The names of the performers. Um, here we go. David Koch. So there's a definite tie to the Epstein situation, which really ties heavily into the deep state. Yes, it does. And, and I know we haven't covered that in this type of a forum. I've mm -hmm. covered it in some other videos, and you can yeah. find those. But yeah. So Soros and the Koch brothers, unlikely cohorts, have a common enemy. Trump. Donald Trump. Yes. And so if we can pool our resources together, yes, we have desired different outcomes politically, yeah. but if we can get rid of this guy, then we can go back to things as they were. Soros has even uh, admitted... And brags about the fact that he says, uh, I manipulate politics, or I at least try to. Yep. Uh, he actually said at one time that he would give his entire fortune if he could have gotten rid of Bush. Really? Yes. Uh, and uh, which kind of puzzles me because Bush was a globalist, uh, Trump is not. Uh, so I could understand their hatred for Trump. In, in that regard, but I couldn't understand their hatred for, for Bush. I mean, well, of course Soros is leftist. He's extremely left. Very left. But it's contrary to Cope. Yes. Charles and uh, David. David. Uh -huh. uh, so why they would band together is the only reason I could think of is they have a common enemy. Now, um, we slide on down to the the next uh, thing about George Soros that I had written down for us to discuss was, I believe you had some information on... So people think that when these, these big money donors are donating money, they're doing it to national elections. And mm -hmm. we've seen a significant amount of, of proof that Soros is digging down and funding more local yes. elections. What do you have for us on that? Well, like given an example in St. Louis, uh, when the uh, the family had their firearms taken away from them because they were uh, protecting themselves from a Black Lives Matter uh, protest group, yep. uh, they were more than protesters. They yeah. they came on private property. This is a gated community. They destroyed the gate getting through. They came into the property. It wasn't five or ten of them. It was a lot. It was a very, very large group. Uh, and uh, these people were terrified. They, they came out on their property armed uh, to protect their property. They were, they were threatened. They were told that they were going to invade their home and burn their house down and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so the federal government, or not federal government, I'm sorry. Go the, to that the, second the, article, the, the, the The prosecutor and the district attorney came in and said, well, we're going to bring charges against them. We're going to confiscate their weapons. Is that on screen? Oh, can you put that on screen? That's exactly uh, what I was... So here's the they, thing. They, they, not, they, they actually had 
more than their firearms taken away, they were charged. Yeah, they were charged. They're being charged. And, but the thing is, Soros uh, financed the district attorneys and the prosecuting attorneys' campaign. Yeah. 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 I, I have they, heard that. Uh, they, they Most did. people don't know that it oh, gets yeah. that local. Oh, yes, he does. And here's the thing. When they confiscated their weapons, the prosecutor told them, see, I got to back up, I'm sorry. Uh, the lady, the, the wife, uh, mm -hmm. uh, she had a firearm, a pistol. And I believe these two people that we're talking about are, are uh, lawyers. They're attorneys. And the, the pistol that she had was a prop. It was a prop, and it was, they disassembled the firearm and made it inoperable so that they could bring it into court and use it as evidence. Was it, a, was it a, a working firearm at the time? No, it was not a working firearm at the time. It was inoperable. Well, Missouri law says it has to be a, a, a visible, it has to be a threat. It has to be available threat, and that is not, because it's not, it's not operable. So when the prosecutor gets the firearm... Five on your side has learned the gun. Patricia McCloskey pointed at protesters did not work when police seized it. I don't know. Can the camera hear that? Can the microphone pick mm -hmm. that up? All right. So here's the thing. Incredible. The I prosecutor gets it. The prosecutor gets it. And he tells uh, the uh, forensics people, take the gun apart and make it operable. Yes. That's tampering with evidence, That's is it That's tampering not? with evidence. Now, I'm not sure where you're going with this, <laughs> but go ahead. So in in essence, they're doing I mean, whatever I get it. they she's can doing to for, get these people in jail. At the time of the rioting, she's doing it as she's using a prop, hoping to, as a scare tactic. Yes, but she, in essence, she could have been waving a stapler. She she could yeah, exactly a paper clip or, or or a potted plant. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it would have and done no under, more damage had she under tried Missouri to use law. It. it has to be like if she had used a knife. I did not know this. Boom. But she didn't. She had an inoperable firearm. She knew it was inoperable, but the crowd did not. The crowd but did the not. thing is, it she could has, not have harmed it has to be it. an operable weapon, and it was not. So the prosecuting attorney had the firearm disassembled and reassembled to make it operable. And then what's she trying to do with it at that point? Well, she wants that they want to take it into court, showing that it's an operable weapon. Well, it would be at that time, but it yes, wouldn't have been at the time that it but was. But it's not. At, at, it was not at the time. So what they're doing, I don't know. But I know this much: Soros is heavily involved in this investigation. Oh, have, he well, he funded her campaign. Yes, in, he did. To a large extent. Yes, uh, they are being dictated to by Soros. I want these people in jail. And. Folks, I would like for you, when you have a chance, um, just do a simple search, and you can see that these Soros and these larger money people that are um, funding these campaigns, they're even down, and I, probably not like the city of, the little city I'm from in Illinois, they probably aren't messing around with the council members there, but I would say in your larger cities, they're even helping to fund campaigns of city council members. Yeah. And you can just do a simple search, and I would urge you... Uh, uh, to do that now, and I want to I want to turn a little bit. Do you have any more on that local fund, the local uh, elections thing? Did you have anything else on that before um, we moved over? 
No, not really. Uh, just like uh, what I've got written down here, George Soros and his connections to the St. Louis armed couple in the BLM street mural, hate crime couple, and have Soros is using local prosecutors he backed and paid for to take down decent American citizens who are standing up to the communist insurrection. They were terrified. They well, absolutely. They had been threatened. They felt like they, their life was people, in jeopardy. These people have invaded their neighborhood. This is a private neighborhood. That's the reason for the gate. But they tore down the gate. They destroyed the gate coming through, and they came in on this property to go to this one individual's house and protest. And there was not, it wasn't, it wasn't a small pro, there was a lot of people there. Very, very, they broke the law. These people that came in, these BLM people that came in, broke the law. So if you're ready, I'm going to switch one more gear. I would say we're probably at the 25-minute mark I'm getting from my producer. Um, BLM. And I think we have an article to put up that... Uh, and we've talked about this just the other day when we were talking before we did the shoot, and I don't believe we covered it really on the video itself, but you know we talk about topics day-to-day uh, -to -day anyways. Um, the leader for uh, Black Lives Matter has no problem telling somebody in a television interview because they were worried about if the BLM uh, organization had any leadership or any organization to it, or if it was just a bunch of people acting randomly. And she wanted to assure this interviewer mm -hmm. that indeed they were trained in leadership skills. And if you can highlight that, um, we are trained Marxist. We are super versed on sort of ideological theories and I think that we really tried to do is build a movement that could be utilized by many, many black folk. But she starts off the very first thing out of her mouth in response to this concern from the interviewer or this question, if you will. We are trained Marxists. Marxists. Now, the point you brought up is, I wonder who trained her, which would answer a lot of questions like how... Um, how ideological is she? What, what brand? What? Uh, how intensive training does she receive in Marxism? Uh, you know what I'm saying? How? What level of Marxism? How radical would would this type of thing be? And I think uh, she. It says here in this article that she was the protege of Eric Mann. Now I don't have anything on this gentleman because I just found this out as we were going to set. But he's a former agitator of the Weather Underground. And I would urge, <clears throat> I mentioned this to Mike um, right before we went to taping, just right now. Um, you can go to a channel called iPod, In Pursuit of Truth, and he did an extensive um, background and, and, and just digging of information on the Weather Underground. And I believe if you do a search on iPods, In Pursuit of Truth, his YouTube channel, I think you can do a search and look for either um, a two-part series called The Weatherman or The Weather Underground. So um, <clears throat> I really urge you to take the time and watch this. 
But we did mark this down uh, as a topic, and so I wanted, wanted to know if you get that, Caleb, and you pull that up, just pull it up at any random moment, and, uh, and, you, can, and you can just show that. Mm. What do you have on this on this topic? On uh, the Marxism and the BLM, if he could, you know, when he's done with that, if he could come back to that original picture of the fire, throw that right up. You will understand Marxism. Marxism, the idea, <clears throat> the concept, and I'm breaking it down. I mean, they got they they'll talk uh, with it takes 16 minutes to say a two second thing. Mm -hmm. They believe in destruction. They believe in destroying, to destroy the old, to replace it with a new. Yes. Uh, they believe that chaos and violence, like see what you're seeing right there, that picture, that is Marxism. Look at, look at history, people. Look at history. If we don't study history, we have a tendency to repeat it. Well, that's the reason they're wanting to destroy history. Yes. Completely, not a transition. These statues are tearing down. The idea behind these statues is not that we're representing them. We're saying that was a part of our history, good, good or bad. We've got to keep our history because we learn from history. But they want to destroy it completely. Well, I think um, part of me thinks because they were on the wrong side of history to begin with. Uh, I agree. Uh, but the thing is, Marxism is about uh, destroying the old to replace it with, with something, their narrative, their ideas, their concepts. They're not asking anybody, how, wh what do you feel? They're saying, this is the way it's going to be, and we don't care if you like it or not. And we're going to force this right down your throat. Well, that's not liberty. That's not freedom. They're taking away your, your choice of liberty. Marxism is a very, very destructive. Look at, look at Stalin. Look at Lenin. Look at Mao. Look at Paul Pot. These people murdered millions of people. Millions. Because they were opposed to the Marxist philosophy. If you're opposed to Marxist philosophy, they are going to eliminate you. Absolutely. So we're going to draw this down to a close. We're at about the 30-minute mark. Yeah. And this is the type of topic, and I'm sure we're going to be on this numerous times uh, for the next little bit because I really think they're going to keep this chaos up at least through the elections. They might even keep it up afterwards. I believe so, but um, they're, going, they're going to... If they can't get you to stay home on voting day, November 3rd, by reason of coronavirus... If nothing else, you'll be scared to go out in certain cities. Or maybe be afraid to go to the voting booth. Be afraid to go to the voting booth. That's what I was getting to. So stay with us. Um, we have some other stuff to cover on this. We're going to cover it on another uh, video. We'll, we'll keep doing this for a while. If you, uh, I want to give a shout-out to my on-site producer. Um, he's not normally here, but he's been here the last couple of videos, so thanks, Caleb, for, for doing what you do. Um, it, give us some feedback on these last couple of videos, this type of format we're doing, and maybe we'll even have uh, other guests come in, but um, more names that you would even know, not just local, uh, local history buffs, but, um, uh, but study your Bible, 
just like Papa does, uh, and you'll you'll understand why we're bringing these topics up. You know, the before we sign off, the um, the one world government that we know Satan controls. Mm -hmm. Scripture says, and Satan gives it its power, its seat, and great authority. Talking yes. about the UN beast, but it tells us that beast is a red beast, a socialist, yes. communist beast. Yes. And that lines up with Marxism. That's another thing about Marxism. Marxism is atheism. They, they, are, they will destroy all religion. They do not like... They are the religion. They are the religion. They are, that, that is their religion. And we know that the religious leader, at the time that the, that the Antichrist is on scene, we're not going to go into who that religious leader is going to be. That's not appropriate right now. But that religious leader that's going to be kind of overall the world religion will tell people at that time to to worship the beast. Beast, absolutely. And so that really goes along with what you just said. Yeah. And we've never even really talked about that before, but nope. pay attention to this red beast that Revelation talks about, folks. We're seeing it come to life right now. You can support us at prophecyviews.com. We thank you for if you've made it this far on the video, we thank you. Leave us some comments. We, we do read those if you leave them. Uh, give us a thumbs up, a thumbs down. Share this video. We need to get our voice out. Don't silence these voices that are out there. Uh, we appreciate it. God bless. Thanks for tuning in.